Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Don't Skip Therapy. We are excited about today's episode. Um, we're going to be talking about self-care um, and the way that the media little misleads us all into what self-care truly is. Right. It's almost like self-care has become a buzzword that we throw around. Right. It, and it's kind of like a hot topic too, right? Totally. Self-care and people post about it and it's talked about. Um, but it's the way it's taught is very misleading. Um, and where this first came to my attention was when I was in my master's program, my professor called true self-care like adulting. And I kind of took it a step further and thought about like truly self-care and I identified the two different types of self-care. Mm -hmm. So there's the foundational self-care and the more enjoyable self-care that we hear about all the time. So the foundational self-care is your regular exercise. It's your getting eight hours, hours of sleep. It's your eating majority, majority healthy meals. It's your house is clean. Your laundry's done. You can grocery shop. Your hygiene is in place. It's those foundational things that set you up for success in day-to-day -day and long-term. And then you have the enjoyable things, which are also really important. It's the bubble baths, the facials, massages, the indulgence type of things. The typical right. things that we think of when we think self-care. Right. And it's so often that those foundational things are overlooked Mm -hmm, totally. And we can't overlook them because, in fact, I would say those are probably more important than, like, the enjoyable things. Those things are really important, too. But we cannot miss out on those foundational things. I mean, what is a foundation? A foundation is literally the base of something that holds the entire building up. And so without that foundation, the enjoyable, they, they can't exist. Right. It, like, how enjoyable is it to sit in your bathtub while you think about all the dishes in your sink <laughs> doesn't sound relaxing to me, but it's not that you can't do those things, but it's important to make sure that we have the foundational stuff relatively. In right. Check. It's not about being perfect at them or always having your dishes ready or always right. eating perfectly right or always exercising, but it's just the, is your foundation a majority of the time set? Yes, exactly. And I think it's important for you to identify what is truly non-negotiable for you in terms of like your foundational stuff. Like, for example, I can let there be dishes in the sink and I can address those in the morning. That doesn't bug me too bad if needed. Ideally, they're done. But worst case scenario, there's a pan in the sink, whatever. But for me, that foundational self-care that is non-negotiable is working out and getting enough sleep. I literally had a fellow member of my cohort from school text me the other day about this gathering and I responded at 5 a.m. And they respond, what are you doing up at 5 a.m.? And I was like, getting my workout in. He goes, go you. And um, I was like, don't worry, I go to bed at 9 p.m. And and it just kind of put things into perspective of like, yes, I get up at 5 a.m. and I go work out before I have work at 9 a.m. But I also make sure I go to bed on time and that I get those eight hours and it's like non-negotiable. Yeah, I think the important principle there is you're not necessarily just sleeping in because you want to get enough sleep, but it's you're prioritizing mm -hmm. and making the time to go to bed early so yet you can get enough sleep yeah. and so that you can have a good workout. It's your foundation. Yeah, it's really and you're boring. really good at that. That's something that I've learned. I'm always, I mean, we get up together, but uh, I, I sometimes struggle with, with getting to bed or prioritizing making the time to get to bed. So that's something that I've learned from Emily. For me, what I've realized, what is my foundational self-care? For me, 
like Emily, it is working out. We're both really active and both love exercising. The next one is I love to plan. I love to plan my life. I love to plan my day, plan my weeks, my months, my years. I, I love planning. Very organized. Yeah, I, I love living an organized life. And so having that plan in place for me, that, that is a foundational form of self-care. And lastly, I think another big one for me is physical recovery. Mm -hmm. So taking the time to stretch my legs, my running legs, <laughs> to taking the time to, to, to engage in ice baths, taking the time to eat. I eat a lot. So mm -hmm. eating the proper foods and eating nutritiously dense foods is really recovering. So that's that's another foundational self-care. No, I don't think people understand that we do not run together, you guys. <laughs> because Michael likes to warm up and stretch for a good amount of time, which is a good thing. He's going to be able to last longer than I can in terms of being physically active because he takes care of himself. And but it, and it's kind of a joke that we have. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so we don't go work out or run together because he likes to stretch for too long. That's and right. Not too long, but he likes to take care long of himself. Long enough, I would say. Long enough. <laughs> um, and use his little massage gun. He does the whole thing, right? And, and it's also like, I think it's important to also find things that you enjoy. And I'm all about enjoying things. Mm -hmm. I, you can ask Michael guys, I have a treat every night. It's like religious. It, I, it is religious. <laughs> every single night. I know Emily's either grabbing a bowl of cereal or something sweet, something sweet. And so like, and it's, it ranges, right? So, but this is my favorite form of like enjoyable self-care is to eat a treat every night. I, whether that's like a bowl of my sugar cereal <laughs> or like go into dirty dough or crumble or ice cream to get mm. some cookies or a, like a treat treat like a very special thing and so and it's something that just brings me a lot of joy no totally and i think you're you're good at engaging in that form of self-care but also having a balance you're not you know having giant cookies every single night like but it's 40 just, brownies yeah it's just enjoying a little little treat and it can be little but you are still engaging in it consistently right and i think that that is the principle um for me what do i think when i think enjoyable self-care i'm thinking maybe you know sleeping in on the weekend or on a, on a Sunday morning or something like that. When I have the time or the ability, when I make the time even to, to have the next morning where I can sleep in a little bit, that's awesome. I don't do it often. I don't do it much. I wake up very early consistently, but you know, a random day in the week or, a, you know, whatever it's every two weeks, whatever it is, sleeping in every once in a while, that's definitely enjoyable to me. Yeah. You definitely do like to sleep in. <laughs> <laughs> so going through, so why are these so important? Why is this principle of knowing foundational self-care? Why is knowing enjoyable self-care? Why is knowing these things so important? And the, the principle that we want to ring home is for one to truly benefit, to actually gain a benefit and fully enjoy enjoyable self-care, one must be taking care or prioritizing taking care of that foundational self-care. For you to really enjoy the other, you have to be prioritizing the other one, right? right. They go hand in hand. And it's not to say that you have to be perfect. It's not to say that we're perfect or we try to be perfect in these things, but it's just making the time, prioritizing time, trying your best to engage in these things from both the foundational side, but also the enjoyable side. They go hand in hand for one to enjoy the, the one, one must do the other. Right. And I, I think a good example of this is like vegging out on the weekends and still being tired starting Monday morning. Yeah, totally. And, and so it's like, you can veg out, but if other things are in place, to be your foundation, it's going to kind of fall a little bit. Yeah. So I think that's a good indicator. Are you, when you engage in enjoyable, quote unquote, enjoyable self-care. rejuvenating. Exactly. Ask yourself, did this refresh me? Did this energize me? 
did this, you know, lead to a benefit, an actual benefit where you can see. And if it's not, you might not be taking care of the foundational side of things. Yeah, and I and I, I want people to know that your physical, spiritual, and emotional are all so connected. And so when you take the time to do those foundational things that reduce your stress, like exercise, planning, being organized, having meals organized for the week, whatever it is that you like to do that, that, that reduces anxiety and that reduces stress. It's nice to know like, Hey, Monday night, I'm doing meatloaf Mm -hmm. Tuesday, taco Tuesday, you know, and, and it just reduces the stress for you. And it's so important for people to realize that these foundational things are impacting you physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and those, and it's so, it's, I can't emphasize it enough how important those foundational things are. It's like when I meet with a client, one of those first things that we talk about is like, where are you at with some of these things? And, and I want to also emphasize that enjoyable feels nice and it's important, but foundational literally builds a foundation for your life. And both of these are a form of self-love. 100%. They truly are a form of self-love. And so the next question is, how can we start doing these things? And I think, I think it's back to my study on habits. And when I think of habits, we get a little excited. We get a little <laughs> gung-ho. You know, think back to the person that's starting the new year. It's January. You want to eat better. You want to exercise. You want to go to bed earlier and wake up earlier. And you have all of these habits. You have all of these behaviors that you want to change. And you try to attack them all at one time. Mm-hmm. And then you might last for a little while, but it, I mean, what's the, what's the story that you've told yourself over and over? You fall off, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's important to realize that a person, an individual, whoever they are, they can only change one behavior at a time. So when it comes to getting fit or healthy, I teach people about this all the time. It, it starts with one habit at a time. Okay. You want to eat better. You want to exercise more. You want to do all these things. What's the first one? What's the easiest one to do? Right. Okay. Maybe it is eating momentum. Yeah. You start to to gain momentum by doing it. So what is the easiest one that you can do? Okay. For me, maybe it's eating healthy. Okay. I'm going to start eating healthier and I'm going to establish that as a habit. And then I'm going to build off of that. And so one habit, once you can set it in stone, it leads to another and you can work on the next habit. And then, okay, maybe now it's engaging in exercise. And then you continue with that habit. Right. It's not like you're going to go zero to 100. No, you cannot go zero to 100. You have to go zero to one, one to two, three. Like that's just how it works. That's how we built, you know, we are built as humans. Right. I agree. And I think it's important to, to do what works for you. I, many people know that I'm a big runner myself. Um, and there was a time where I was in a pretty low emotional state and I couldn't, I literally couldn't bring myself to run. And I did just, I, I don't know what it was. I just physically struggled to do it. And at this time, I, I just did what I could and I just walked. And I, I went for like long walks too. And I just would go for walks all the time, once a day, twice a day. And And I just walked and it was so good for me to like help me process through some of my emotions that I I literally attribute a lot of like me working through that difficult emotional time to me going on walks. I couldn't run. So I just walked. So I make it work for you, even if it's small. And I also think too about (laughs) what, like to get personal here, guys, when I'm 
on my period, <laughs> I, I, and this happened to me literally just the other day. I was at the gym and I literally sat on the turf to do abs. And I was like, this sounds horrible. This sounds horrible. And so then I, you know, I just got off the turf and, and I did something else that seemed appealing to me and that I, I could do. I maybe did some upper body stuff and lifted some weights or whatever. And then I, once again, I walked for on the treadmill. <laughs> Walking's my thing, I guess. And if I don't want to do that, just make do do something. And you don't have to be perfect, essentially. It's better to like do it and do something small and make it work for you and whatever phase and stage of life that you're at than to not do it at all. Yep. No, totally agree. I teach people when I'm t- talking about habits, going back to the one behavior at a time, another thing to really recharge your habits and to, to start engaging in habits is you have to focus on showing up. People are too all or nothing when it comes to things. Emily's example, using Emily's example, she could have been too all or nothing, meaning oh, I just don't feel good today. I'm not doing it right. You're nothing there. But instead of that, she decided to just show up to continue to show up in that, in that moment and to, to do something else. And even though it was not necessarily um, what she intended to do originally, she still showed up by doing something else. And so when it comes to establishing those habits, a lot of the times it really comes down to the first thing that you must do is focus on showing up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe it's not working out for an hour, but maybe it's working out for five minutes. Mm-hmm. Right. Or if you're trying to read more, instead of saying, I'm going to read 30 minutes right now, or I'm going to read 30 minutes every day. And instead of doing that, say, okay, I'm going to start with, I'm going to read five minutes at a time. And I know I can read for five minutes. Right. And so you're just focused on showing up instead of the time or the amount that you're doing. Right. I love that. I think it's, that's a really good point for our listeners to remember that it's about showing up and you're showing up for yourself. And when you show up for yourself, that also builds confidence in yourself. And that builds self-trust, which is really important. Okay, guys, let's wrap it up. Let's get into some practical steps and actions that you guys can do and take home. So first, identify what it is that you'd like to achieve in both of these self-care areas, both foundational and enjoyable. For example, maybe you want to focus on sleep and treating yourself to a dessert this week. Pick the easiest thing to do out of that and then start and become consistent with that. Two, it's time to reevaluate. Think about what you can add next and what you can build from there. Third, be present and be intentional. This is all for your benefit. So you don't want to do it mindlessly. So be present and be intentional with your time because that's going to enhance your self-care. Thank you guys for tuning in today. And we're grateful that you did. We look forward to our next episode with you guys and we'll see you next week.